This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result... You'll always be winning with muck delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian Hume here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV for all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on, you foxes! Everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. Right, Chris. All white there. All white the back. How are we all doing? Um, (laughs) Very well, aren't we? I mean, Monty Python once said, nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. Well, I'll tell you that. I don't think one Leicester fan expected that performance on Sunday. And wasn't it good to see it? Are we back? Or is that just wishing a little bit too much? It's Leicester Till I Die here on YouTube and your favourite podcast platform. Here's where you can find us. On your favourite podcast platform, or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow, and join in now. Yet, where did that performance come from? Last season, the season before, I mean, 
I, I went on a, I went on a, a quite a, well a couple of um, new Newcastle channels last week before the game, and it was quite funny that when we did it at the back end of last season, not one Newcastle fan thought that they would get anything, and obviously they went on and got the four-two victory. This time, oh, were they confident? Were they confident or what? Hey, well, you can be a little bit overconfident. Um, I don't know. I don't know um, what's going to happen at Newcastle. Do you know what's going to happen tonight? It's the opposition show, and we've got John Sinclair on right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, it's time for the main event of the evening. 60 minutes of football fun and banter with Chris and Lester Till I Die TV. Are you ready? Ready? Let's get ready to Good evening, John. Well, still Saturday evening after that beat yesterday, but even to you. Good evening, my guys, and even people. Yeah. I don't know who's more shocked, you or me. Um, <laughs> as a Newcastle fan, did you look at this game as a lot? And I understand, totally understand why, but a lot of Newcastle fans, I noticed, I'd say last season, before the 4-2, you, you never gave yourselves a chance. In fact, you thought it was going to be 4-5-0 to us. This time, and I, as I get it because Leicester hadn't been in the best of form, you, you must have been sort of a little bit confident going into the game. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, when Eddie House come in, I mean, he's got to play as fitter. And also mm. not just that. I mean, after that good win against Burnley last week, I thought he was going to go to your place and um, try and get something out of the game. I was confident going in for the first time and um, yeah. try and get like a, a draw or just get like a slender 2-1 win. But how wrong was I? I mean, those players came in, right? They just didn't want to know. What they knew, that if you won the game, then you would be out in the bottom three. But what I watched yesterday is just like watching the team that was managed by Steve Bruce. It was just absolutely shocking. Some of those players, I mean, for me, are not good enough for Newcastle United. I would just say, right, you know what? Rip up that team next month in January and by a brand new team in because this squad of players are not going to keep us up next season. This season, that that's that's quite damning to say about your own team. But I, I do know sort of where you're coming from. I mean, is it in a way, you know, that I mean, there's a lot of jokes going aside, and your win last week against Burnley was really you needed that, uh, because mm. it obviously kept you in touch. Um. Do, I mean, if you go down and you know, and there's all the jokes about the richest club that aren't in the richest league, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, but is it? I mean, I, I know when Leicester sort of we got relegated to the third tier, that's mm. probably the start, as I look back on our history, of where we are now. Do you think going down, you then could clear out a lot of players rather than just staying up and maybe just surviving, or or do, would you obviously you want to stay up? I suppose. Yeah, listen, I want to stay up in the league this season. I really do. But um, the fact of the matter is, I mean, if we stay up, look, I take 17th right now. Yeah. I take 17th now, stay up. It hurts us to say And then the following season in the Premier League, the sky's the limit. But if we get relegated, I'll be traumatised. I'll be really be traumatised, yeah. And there's a lot of blame games that go around. It all starts with Mike Ashley. And Steve Bruce should have got sat weird before last season. And I just don't know what to say, but the players need to take responsibility now as well because now we've got Eddie Howe in and 
the players look fitter, I get that. But there's some players who's just playing for themselves. And I'm talking about ASM and Miggy to be able to play for themselves. And listen, we need team the players to play as a team, not as individuals, yeah. We've got loads of problems in the team. We've got the worst goal in the worst, they've got the worst record of casino goals. Yeah, goals, right? Not only that, if you look at last season, Chris, we can see the 62 goals last season. Ooh. The season before that, it was 40, no, 58, and then the season before that, something like 47, 48. Yeah. Right. The problem lies is it's our defense. And our defense has not been sorted out, right? Has not been um, you know, sorted out for the last three or four seasons. Yeah, you have not sung one defender for the last four seasons. That is where the problem is. You look at the back four, right? Joanna Sells is not a leader. Yeah, he was our fault for the first goal with the blacker, right? Yeah. Okay, it wasn't a penalty, but I'm sure we could talk about that later on, was it? Or not? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I'm not going to cost Jamal Lewis out because he's only just come in, played a couple of games. Mm. I'm not going to cost him out yet. Fabian Shah's been badly regressed by our leader, our captain, right? Manquillo is just safe now. He doesn't bomb forward and he used to, he's just safe. And he just keeps passing the ball backwards all the time. There's one instant he passed the ball away back to the backer, yeah? We definitely need to sort that back for that. And I tell you what, I keep Lewis. And if I'm on seas, we need two centre-backs, a right-back, a left-back. I'll just rip up that team and start again. I mean, you would normally say, um, well, January's not the time to do that because they know teams are desperate when they come in and whatever, and they bump the prices up and the better players aren't available. I guess that doesn't matter to you. They can they can double the prices because, and, and don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm really happy for you and the takeover. And, you know, I've, I've said this on a couple of the shows when I've been asked, you know, it happened to us, maybe, you know, not obviously with the in exactly the same extent, but well done to you, mate. You deserve it. And, you know, any team that can rival the, the, the so-called big six, I'm all for it. You know, if it's not us and it's you, good luck to you. But you could go out literally and, you know, not worry about them, you know, adding another five million on because it's you knocking on the door. Do you know what it is, um, Chris? I have to agree with you. I sort of first off, we deserve the takeover. I'm so happy that we've got the takeover. Because mm. if, if Mike Ashley saw at this club, we'd be out of sight in this Premier League. I think the players will not play. They just give up. Yeah. But yeah. listen, you just said there, we're going to have to spend the money sort of thing. Do you know what? There's rumours that we've got £200 million. We might have to spend that £200 million yeah. and just pay the money and just, just to stay in the Premier League. If we get relegated, it's going to cost us someone like £150 million to drop out of the Premier League anyway. So I'll just say, yeah. you know what? Spend the money now, right? Let the players um, settle in for the next four or five months, right? Mm. If you stay up or not, these players will settle in. Yeah, they were settle in already, right? So they'd have to come in in the summer and then take, an, take a long time to settle in. I'd rather than get the players in now because we're the richest club in the world. I would just say, you know what? Spend the money because I cannot trust this team to stay up in the Premier League. I mean, say Maximum, for example. Yeah, listen, lovely yeah. dribbles. On his dear is quality, but you watch yesterday. You have two players on him yesterday, and he didn't have a clue. At times, he just got a little bit frustrated. Yeah, he did get a good cross in, but at times, he's been found out big time. Miguel Miron, I love the guy, but he runs on like a headless chicken. Yeah, 
when is the last time he did a killer pass? When is the last time he scored an amazing goal? When is the mm. last time he took the game to the opposition? Yeah, I've not seen that. I want to give Miggy Amiron eight a nine out of ten every single week. And I haven't done that. I can't do it because he's too weak. He's too weak. Mm. John Joe Shelby, right? Okay, he's played well since Eddie Howe's come in. But Eddie Howe's have to understand now, working to the real Shelby, when things goes mm. tough, he doesn't look interested. Yeah? And poor Callum Wilson, right? I mean, God bless him. I love him, right? But he he had no um, support yesterday at all. There's no one didn't play the bars to him. He was just stranded. And I felt sorry for the guy because he just was better than that, you know. But And on Joel Willock, I'd ask you a question, right? Do you think, right, when he was unsuccessful last season, he's got eight goals, right? Do you think he was playing Jaunders to play for Arsenal contract? You hear this about players, don't you? That are they're good on loan and then they, they, they're not as good when they come. Um, no, I, I don't think so. I mean, I think he was playing, if he's ambitious, he wants to play regular first team football. And maybe he saw he couldn't get that at Arsenal, but he could at um, at Newcastle. So, yes, probably he was playing. Well, he was in the shot window, so he was playing because he wanted, if it wasn't Newcastle, somebody else. Now, now that he's at Newcastle, he's got to live and see those fans every you know week, every second week, whatever. So I don't think he would now not turn up just because he's got that move. And I think... From what it was interesting, what you were saying about the players, they're not playing, they're not turning up. You, like I say, they are now playing for Newcastle United, as in, like we've said, the richest club in the world. Mm. Some of those players know that they're maybe not going to cut the mustard because if you've got, if you're the richest club in the world, <laughs> over the next three, four years, you're going to have, you know, the, the new Messi's, the new Ronaldo's because you can afford them. So some of these players will know that they're not going to be at the club that much longer. So they've right. got to surely turn up because they want other teams to come in for them. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, some of those players are on borrowed time. I can name half the squad sort of and on borrowed time. And some of those mm-hmm. players yesterday broke anyhow. They actually broke him yesterday. And I said on the young content yesterday, if you check it out there, it's out there. Mm-hmm. But they're just taking a wholesale mick. Some of them, they really are. And... They just don't seem to be caring because they know the time. So look at the players out of contracts. Yeah, you got um, Fabian Charles out of contract at the end of the season. Yeah, and you got Sean Longstaff, Matt Longstaff as well. And it's just um, ridiculous, man. I mean, they know they're not going to be at Newcastle. They know well that um, they're going to play that way because they don't want to leave the club because they're not going to get 60, 70, 80,000 pounds a week elsewhere. You got Emil Kraft, yeah. 58,000 pounds a week. Miguel Miron, £80,000 a week, yeah? John Trishelvey, £80,000 a week, yeah? You've got all these players on big wages, it's hard to shift away. you got got um, Isaac Hayden, now on £60,000 a week, and he signed a six-year contract last season. Jacob Murphy signed a new contract, six-year contract as well, early, um, early last season, yeah? But there's a lot of mess at this football club needs to be bid because someone's going to sit on their contracts on 60, 70,000 pounds a week, known full well, they're not going to get another club yeah. without kind of wages. And that is the problem. And yeah. that's down to Mike Cashley. He is the one who left us into a complete and utter mess. 
But I guess the new owners could look at that and go, right, you know, we either have him sat on the bench or or not even on the bench for mm. the next six years, uh, causing disruption, uh, or we just pay him off. You know, because yeah. again, and I, and I, and I'm not labouring the point, and I'm not being sarcastic when I'm saying this, but your owners could do that. They could go, right, we don't want that, we don't want him, we don't want him, we don't want him. Pay him off, get him out of the club, and let's get the players in that we want. I mean, um, Hadius, good evening, says uh, <laughs> we'll give, we'll let you have Perez back for twenty million. <laughs> I don't think you um... take it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, not for me. Listen, he's been decent on the Rafa. Let's be real. <laughs> But um, would I take him back? Probably not. But um, he'd probably be crying to come back to Newcastle. But now I wouldn't have him because um, he had his chance, sort of thing. And um, we've got thirty million problem for him. But nah, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I know. I know. Unfortunately, you know, we've kept the receipt just in case. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've not it's found one Newcastle fan yet that would take him back. Um, oh, Terry, and I was going to, I was going to mention Eddie Howe because you know I live, I live on the south coast, and when I came down here, Eddie Howe was literally just getting the manager's job, and that was when Bournemouth was seven, minus seventeen points in the fourth tier. And you know, about to go out of business, and look, look where he took them. And he, and and uh, Terry says there, you know, if you go down, you're going to be one of the favourites to come back up. And you have got a good manager. He, I know he wasn't necessarily the club's first choice, and I've got to be honest with you, I think that was probably one of the things they did handle badly. Mm. Um, you know, with, with Arteta, but you know, Eddie Howe's gone in. I don't suppose he's bothered that he wasn't first choice. He's got a nice contract, and you know, he's yeah. now the manager of of Newcastle. Exactly. I think it was a good appointment. I think most Newcastle fans are pleased with it, aren't you? Oh, 100%. I mean, I get people on social media sort of thing like, seeing I'm being negative, I'm being toxic. No, I'm not. I said that Eddie Howe is the right man for Newcastle United, given where we are, right? And mm -hmm. um, he's going to do a good job for us. He speaks well, comes across well, sounds professional, right? And he gets us as a football club. And mm -hmm. long may it continue because... Eddie Howe plays good football, nice football. I know people's going to say, oh, we see the 60, 70 goals when he was at Bournemouth and he's the manager's took Bournemouth down because I don't know what happened there, but probably wasn't good enough um, on the deer. Seeding goals, but the bottom line is Eddie Howe's here now. People's mm. fans got to get behind him. Yeah, I'm getting behind him. Yeah, and he needs yeah. to be backed. If he's backed, let him bring in who he wants. But what we need is a director of football very, very quickly. They had a couple of months to get them in, and they still can't find a director of football. Emanalo's been mentioned, used to be at Chelsea in Monaco. Mm. Apparently, he turned us down, but um, the door's still open. Yeah. Luis Campos used to be at, um, is, it, is it Monaco? Yeah, Lille. Yeah, Lille. And Monaco, you know, he's um, available. Yeah. You got a lad called Michael Edwards, used to be at Liverpool. He's available. There's plenty of director of footballs out there, right? If they want to get them in, you can't like wait months and months and months for a director of football. You must know who's going to be, find out who's going to be, and get them in. That's why mm. it took us about four or five weeks of bringing Eddie House a new manager, sort of thing. You know what I mean? If you're going to get rid of someone, you need to identify who it is. If you go to like Italy or Spain, they sack someone, they get someone in straight away. But in the period, it takes a month to two months to find someone in, and by that time, it definitely needs a new match. You need to identify who it is. But yeah, Eddie Howe I mean, is the castle. 
in Eddie Howe, I mean, if you just look at the fact that he got so many promotions from that low point, as I say, Bournemouth had gone out of business. They were you know, deducted 17 points because uh, it was the second time. Uh, and that is in the bottom tier. And he's got them into the Premier League. And he kept them in the Premier League for five, six seasons. Yeah. They only went down because that ball at the Aston Villa game was deemed not to have gone across the line when it was a goal. Had that gone... Um, had that gone the way of the um, how it should have done, they would have stayed up. So you know, I think I think he's the guy that, given time, and do you think the owners will give him time? I mean, they've they've, they've talked very much about this is going to be um, you know a slow process, and and you know I like that talk from them. But do you think I say will Eddie be given the time? It needs to be given the time 100%. I mean, they need to be patient as well. I mean, Eddie Howard, like I say, speaks well. It's, a, it's going to be a long-term project, this. You can't keep changing managers every, every single time. Eddie Howe will be given time. He'll be backed. I hope he is. But at the end of the day, right, I mean, even if we get relegated, Chris, then I can guarantee you one thing. Eddie Howe will still be the manager mm. um, in the championship with Newcastle next season. And I'll be absolutely shocked if they did sack him. And unless they find someone decent to replace him. But I can tell you something now, I'm behind this guy, right? And he's going to take time. It's yeah. probably like a, a quick turn fix, right? But what people have to understand is as well, Mike Ashley has ruined Newcastle for 14 seasons, right? He was left a big mess there at the club. I'll speak to a guy called David Harrison, right? And he tweeted us and I also met him before. And he said, that it's going to take a long, long time for Newcastle United to get back to where they want to be. We could be talking about three or four years before you can start actually challenging for titles and challenging for top four, for trophies and that. And he's absolutely right. But one thing I'm going to say, we need to be patient with Eddie Howe. We need to, yeah? Also, like I said earlier, that team needs changing now. Not in the summer, now. Yeah, Terry uh, says here, um, just uh, just reading this, uh, your fans, John, at least they follow your team after years of capital, do not uh, whine. I've got to be honest with you, Terry, nothing against Newcastle fans. I think you've had a lot to whine about, and I have heard I have heard a bit of whining over recent years, maybe deservedly so. But going to the match, um, like I say, for us, and you have, you know, I think you, you, you say um, 62 goals last season. It's 34 already, and we're not quite at halfway. But mm. then, in fairness, Leicester have only con conceded... Uh, so we have conceded 27. Yeah. We're second or third behind you. We haven't kept a clean sheet since the opening day. Uh, our defence is like... I don't know what they do. They just don't seem to sort of know each other. Um and maybe for us the best thing all respect to him was Evans getting injured and indeed he going into the back four because suddenly we've got a clean sheet. But it was your biggest defeat since the um apparently five nil at Man City uh, last July. Hmm. So it, it, it was a big defeat for you. I was surprised by it. Um I thought we played well. Um the first half, we've got to talk about it. Penalty. I mean, I think it was the other I always say if I see a penalty. Would I scream for that if it was the other way around? You know, it was the other way around. Now, I was looking at that. So I'm thinking if that was Newcastle 
being given it against Leicester. Personally, I would say, yeah, he played for it. I'm not saying he didn't play for it, but there was contact and he went down or was going down. <laughs> um, well, well, first of all, I looked at, when I first watched it, it was a definite penalty because the cells dangled his leg out, yeah, which made, mm. made it easy for it. And when I watched the replay, I thought, wow, I'm sorry, but Jesus, this is my opinion, but James Madison, you know, he's a canny player, but he doesn't need to do that. He doesn't need to dive. He does not need to. But then again, Gonzalez and Debaka caused their own problem before that, trying to play the mm. ball out from the back. We have not got the players to play the ball out from the back. Yeah. Because we're too slow. Well, welcome to my world. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous, man. But if you're going to play the ball out from the back, sort of thing, you have to have the defenders to do it. And there's two teams they can do this Man City and Arsenal. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And they can do it. And Napoli can play the ball out from the back in Italy. They can play out from the back absolutely smart. Yeah, we, we, found, we found that out. <laughs> thanks, for, <laughs> thanks for reminding us of that. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I know what you mean. I'm sorry that you got beat. But, um, you hey. know, but, but we'll, 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 we'll win the conference now. We'll, we'll be the inaugural winners of the conference. And that'll be something to shout about. I mean, it. It, it was... It was a little bit naughty, but I mean, we've got VAR. VAR didn't disagree with the referee's decision. I think a few before VAR, that was that would always be given. You know, I don't think that would even, you know, it would be because the ref gave it. But I just think if it was the other way around, like I say, and and you got that call uh, in the they, you know, let's say um, Thomas had done it on on Callum Wilson, or you know, Callum Wilson had gone down. You'd you'd be screaming for the penalty still, wouldn't you? Um, I probably would. Yeah, if it's can, if it's um, if it's been a contact. Yeah, I would. But if it was the other round like it was yesterday, I'll probably scream for it. But if you're not so sure, go to VAR. That's what it's there for. Do you know what mm. I mean? But we're just having a lot of bad decisions against us this season again, right? Jamal Lascelles gave away about three or four penalties this season. Yeah, that's all down to him. I'm not going to lie. That just goes to show that's the leader and the defender. It's gone backwards. Yeah, but mm -hmm. that's why they got fear, are they? Yeah, and we didn't lose the game because of the penalty. We lost the game because we weren't good enough, Chris. We just mm. not good enough at all, whatsoever. And I'm not going to lie. I'm just being honest. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And I mean, it, it, there was three other goals. In there, and we'll come on to those in in a second. So it wasn't like it, you know, it wasn't. The, but once you go one nil down, it obviously sort of deflates you a little bit. Mm. I was very surprised because I, I I would say on on a Newcastle show on, on Friday, and I said if you look at Leicester, you know, we literally concede goals for for Love We haven't had the clean sheet since the opening day. Get a corner, you might as well give us a, 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 a you know give you a goal. Uh, doing what exactly what you're doing. We yeah. play it out from the back. Sunchu, one of our defenders, he's the guy with the most passes at the club. And that's because he's passing it across the back four and back to Schmeichel all the time. <laughs> um, and you but you didn't you didn't come for us. Do you know what it is, right? I mean, every time opponents um play Newcastle and say, Come on, Newcastle, come on, Newcastle, play Newcastle. Do you know why? Because they're too nice as a club, yeah. Mm. We can three points. We're just so easy to play against. We're too nice as a club. We need to be ruthless, yeah. But when Ndidi went to the back, right after Johnny Evans has taken off for a hamstring, I think it was, yeah, yeah. 
we should be asking asking that answer their questions, yeah. You know, let's ask us the questions, yeah. We just didn't come up with the answers because you know why? Because we're bottle jobs, yeah. They didn't have the confidence to have a go. They didn't really care because they didn't. They knew it was that stick to get out to the bottom three if we have won. Yeah, yeah. a point wouldn't have been okay. But the bottom line is, we aren't good enough. They just didn't have the nose. They just weren't interested. I watched those players yesterday. Yeah, and players just wasn't up for it at all whatsoever. Yeah, they knew the players are. But we should have pressed Ndidi. We should have got on him straight away. Because yeah. I've never seen Ndidi play at centre-back. Never. Yeah, we should have tested him. And well, in, fa- in, fa- in fairness with Ndidi, he had done it earlier in the season when we were been so short. But that said... In the last, I think, four or five games, he has given away two penalties. So as soon as he went into that back four, I'm thinking, hang on here, <laughs> Newcastle are going to get a penalty. Um, but you should have been testing him. I mean, you know, the players, but the manager, somebody should have gone and said, look, he's not a natural defender. He's a defensive midfielder. But, you know, we, we can get at him. And like you say, it's the first thing you should be doing. Yeah, test him. Absolutely test him. That's all you should have done. You know what I mean? Put pressure on him, you know, press him. But again, the players just don't want to know. I mean, John's will show me to get the ball. He just hits these Hollywood balls all the time, which doesn't never doesn't come off at all whatsoever. ASM yeah. try to do tricks and flicks, yeah. But every time two players on him didn't get a chance, he's trying to do too much, yeah. But he's not a team player, he needs to learn how to pass the ball. And not doing it all for himself. That is the thing. Even the Newcastle fans now are really, really getting a bit fretty to this guy. Do you know what I mean? Joe yeah. Wood, there's no driving runs from him at all whatsoever. Where are those runs from him? Not seen it at all this season. He's our Kennedy too. He's our Kennedy too. Miguel Miron could actually press as well. He can run with the ball as well. What did he do yesterday? Yeah? Not to yeah. be seen. Uh, Joe, the one player that's played well yesterday who I'd give effort is Joe Linton. Now, John Linton, right, was a fun, uh, a moppet of fun, right? He was a moppet. He was just useless, right? But for the last few years, he has been our star player. I ain't going to lie. He's been our star yeah. player. He wins the ball. He makes his driver in from midfield, goes on the left, takes on players, sort of thing, whatever. But we're just not answering the questions at all whatsoever. Because, like I said, I look at it, right? And I'm thinking, where's the fight? Where's the passion? We're in the bottom three for a reason, yeah? And when you're mm. at the bottom, you need to start fighting. You need to roll up your sleeves and start taking it to them. Just take responsibility. I've looked at that team and not one, apart from Joel Linton, none of them's taking the responsibility, yeah? Mm. You don't take responsibility, we deserve to go down. I'm telling you. you. You got six corners. And like I say, I was surprised that I mean, we've. I think he's changed. I think Brendan has slowly realised that there was there was less of this coming out from the back against yourself. It's the first I haven't seen as much um, as many forward passes from our defenders as I saw against yourselves. We mm. seem to have sort of decided that that's it. We're going to you know bump it upfield. Great. Maybe that was indeed he going into the back four and him saying, "I'm not doing this passing about. I'm kicking it upfield." <laughs> But six corners, I mean, anybody else gets six corners, there's at least one goal in there. Um, yeah. But what, I mean, at half time, you go in one nil down and you come out for the second half. And I didn't, I mean, I've, I, this is a criticism I've had of Leicester is that we've not played well, even when we've beaten teams, we've not played well for a full 90 minutes. Now, 
whether that was, you know, a lot of people saying, well, it was only Newcastle, but you can only play who you're up against. Mm-hmm. And you're, you know, I thought your 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 guys would come and um you know come out fighting because of the position you're in. And Eddie Howe, he's been at the bottom, he knows what it's like at that end of the table, mm-hmm. but you just came out and you probably had less fight in the second half than you did in the first. It's like watching Tyson Fury against Deontay Wilder sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? But <laughs> listen, you're right. I mean, there's no fat in this team. The midfield this week, we got no ball when us in the midfield. We've got no lead us in the team whatsoever. That is the mm. problem. Now, this is why I say, I've just been saying to you earlier on, rip up the team and start the whole thing again. This is like Eddie Howe's team. Do you know what I mean? And Eddie Howe has come in and he said, now we realise how big a job this is. He didn't realise it before. He does now, mm. yeah? Yeah. And it's up to Eddie to sort these players out. And I heard a rumour out of there, right, that time we have to spend Botman from Real. We need two defenders. We need Botman to be good and also go to Wolves and bully Conor Cordy out of Wolves, yeah? Name the price. For, name the price. If it's 50 million, pay the 50 million, yeah? yeah. Bully him out of those Wolves, yeah? Let them know it's a bigger club, Wolves and Newcastle, yeah? We need two strong defenders. I mean, Pontus Janssen's on is available as well. He's got six months left on his contract from Brentford. He's a solid defender, a proper leader that gets stuck in. Yeah. We haven't got you haven't got defenders that can get stuck in. Federico Fernandez is the only man um defender that can get stuck in. When he came in, right, against Norwich, he was magnificent. He was magnificent alongside Fabian Shah. Yeah. Excuse mm. me. Next thing, do you know what, son? You're dropped. And yeah. there's a problem between Fernandez and Graham Jones. I mean, Graham Jones used to be um, between the two, one um, were having a go at each other. Apparently, I don't know what it's for, but probably the best person to know about. But the bottom line is, it seems to me that I think Fernandez will be out in January. And if that is true, then we need two defenders, two quality defenders going to come in now. I. I... I mean, uh, Ant says there, good evening, Ant, Leicester's fan channel. Get over and, and give him a sub. He's, he's, a, he's a great channel, guys, if you're watching. Uh, a good Leicester channel. Um, and he says there, we, we we were slightly not shit. I think he's under underestimated. That was probably, if you went to the, well, I know you went to the game, Ant, and it was probably the guy in front of you was stood up and you couldn't see the game. He's a bit small. He's a bit small. <laughs> Ant, you know I love you. You know I love you. I mean, Sorry. it was it was hard to see, I could I could have watched Newcastle yesterday, and to be honest, um, yesterday, yeah, yesterday, and I could have said that we were new. You, yeah, you were Leicester. It was almost like, you know, your defense was like as bad as ours. You know, like you said with the passing out. And when Daka got that goal, nobody was picking him up. And I've seen that happen quite a few times with Leicester. Uh, this season, where the guys come down on the side, and it's usually always our left-hand side as well, and mm. nobody's been picking him up. And Pats and Daka there, he had the freedom of the uh, of the KP. Oh, just, I just, I saw that goal again. I was absolutely miffed. I'm not surprised, but that's Dan Mancrio sort of thing. He should have read the situation. Seriously, he should have read the situation. Newcastle stood square. The cross came in. Daka got at the end of it. You know, Rassel's first handle, Sarah's offside. What is he doing? I don't know. He's supposed to lead from the back. His head yeah. went down the away. Let's be real, right? They're not good enough. They are absolutely shocking. I mean, the back four, I mean, 
not just about four, the midfield was shocking. I was just embarrassed. I don't know watch along yesterday. I had people mm. come up to us and say that um, how alarmed they were. And I've shared them here. Do you know what I mean? Now, on yeah. Thursday, i got to watch that game. I'll go to watch along Thursday. And I'm going to have to suffer the pain again. But, I was about to say, you've got, you got Liverpool on Thursday. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm doing a prediction show <laughs> after this. And I think uh, I think you, the, the record, the 9-0 record may go, unfortunately. Uh, but no, I mean, looking at that game, I think it did two things. Leicester needed it. Because it and you can only, I say you can only play who who you're against and I'm I'm none of this sort of well it's only Newcastle United well I've got to be honest with you like I say we only beat Norwich thanks to a VAR decision we only beat um, we we couldn't beat Burnley even with VAR <laughs> that was a draw so, <laughs> and they're in the bottom three so it was never going to be obvious that we were going to sort of beat you like we did but I think it it's just come at the right time for us. To do, um, a, a, you know, it, it, it's given us confidence, and that's you know, it was a performance that we needed. We got the performance, we got the goals, we didn't even have Vardy on the pitch. Like you say, for you, it's probably made Eddie Howe realize that it is a bigger job than, than he than he thought. Um, yeah, I think Norwich, even with Dean uh, Dean Smith going in, are, are going to struggle. Burnley might get out of it, but I think we're still talking about yourself and then Watford, three of those four. Yeah, I mean, if you look at if you look at the bottom of the table, sort of thing, I agree with you. I mean, Norwich against Man U were absolutely magnificent against Man U. They've done everything correct without putting the ball back in the net. Yeah, I mean, De Gea was world-class that day. I mean, he was absolutely brilliant. I mean, Norwich played football the right way. They had a good United. They attacked him from the off. And yeah. could you honestly see Newcastle attacking teams for the likes of United, for the likes of City, for the likes of Liverpool? I doubt it very much because the players don't look scared. They just defend from the back. They just stand off them all the time. There's no one going to press the midfield. No one press their back four. It's a joke. As for Burnley, I mean, I watched them against us. I thought they very, very poor. They need to fix up very, very quickly. Otherwise, their luck is going to run out. I they're can see them going down, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry about it. I think Sean Dash knew us about that. What mm. fact, losing games left, right and centre. They only they lost seven at the last two, at the last nine games, right? We got Watford next month at home, Yeah. That big game. We should have been Watford at their place. We should have done mm. that. Sean Longs and Mr. Open Gore. Jacob Murphy's one on one and shot, and he messed that one up as well. We considered a very, very poor goal. And listen, at the end of the day, we are not beating teams that are around us. I'll give you an example 2 1 up against West Ham and lost. 2 1 up against Southampton, early Drew. Yeah. Yeah. Up against Norwich. Yeah. And early Drew. Norwich, a goal, uh, not Norwich, um, Southampton, is it? Southampton, two one up and drew. Norwich, a goal up and drew. Watford, a goal up and drew. We have dropped some like 10 points from winning positions, yeah? Yeah. And that, that is a lot to lose when you're bottom of the table. That needs to be fixed. It's the defence again, Chris. And something needs to happen. But do you think, I mean, Eddie's come in and, and, I, and I heard a lot of Newcastle fans say the first thing that he's, he's probably sorted out is, is the fitness because, you you know, a lot of your players couldn't last the, the full 90 minutes. Um, and I suppose it, it is sort of baby steps. Um, I mean, personally for me, 
I can see it being Watford, Burnley and Norwich that go down. And I think you will, even if it's 17th, I think you will stay up. Um, but it is it is going to be tight. It's not going to be, you know. And, and if you go down, maybe, the, you know, you're going to get people saying, well, you see, Steve Bruce kept you up. But I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> Andy says there, Andy says there, on a plus note, uh, amazing fans, you deserve better. I was watching it on the telly and your fans, I've got to give you credit for that uh, uh, as a club. Your fans were absolutely amazing. We got. We're not just um, one of the best fans in Europe. We got a world class fans. Our fans mm. are absolutely world class. I mean, we take numbers wherever we go, but yeah. it's what we get from when Ashley was there. We deserve better than that sort of thing. And these, we are fans. Right? We're loyal fans, right? But sometimes can't be taken for granted, in my yeah. opinion. But at the end of the day, the players out there are just not delivering for us at all whatsoever, and they should be putting on. They should be putting on a shift. For us fans that travel a long, long way, it's going to come mm. to a point where I'm going to say, right, you know what? I think the, the players should be reversing the fans after that shocking performance, man. But our fans are fantastic, home and away, and we just deserve better. I mean, if anyhow, come in, get it right at the club, keep us up, and the players that he gets in keeps us up. They become legends. Yeah, but I'm not having people call us and say, oh, who's going? To, are they going to come to Newcastle if we're going to fight relegation, sort of thing? Yeah, so let's be honest with you. Yeah? That's not the point. The point is they want to come and play for Newcastle United. We are a club. And if you come in, you share the same passion like us, right? And keep us up, then cool. But if you turn us down in January and then say, oh, I want to come in the summer, I wouldn't touch them. I wouldn't touch them about No, you. no. Quite right. I'm going to ask you about what you think thought of Leicester's performance, but uh, we'll just play this first. <laughs> Yeah, catch it tomorrow, guys, on the BBC website, on the Leicester City FC homepage, on the BBC website, Tuesday Talking Point. Uh, I have a I have a little mention about this game, believe it or not. So uh, <laughs> catch that, as always, at me on a Tuesday there on the BBC website. I'm just looking, John, and, and I didn't realise. It literally is. You, you, you're away to Liverpool. You're home to, Mancha, uh, to Man City. You're home to Man United. Uh, you have got Liverpool, uh, Everton, which is a must-win game for you, and then Southampton, which is a must-win game for you as well. It, I thought we got a difficult month, but my God, Jim was looking at that thinking, God, give us a break. <laughs> well, that's a permanent league for you. It is what it is. Yeah. We should be getting enough points before we take on those three teams. We haven't beat the teams around us. And now we've got to go to Liverpool. I've we could be looking at a five, six, seven nil hammering sort of thing from mm. Liverpool. And I got off and also we've got Man City. I mean, again, that could be anything. We don't get hammered by Man City. Do you know what I mean? But we lose like like two goals to nil here and there, sort of thing. But we yeah. did give it a goal. Last season it was four three to Man City, the last Man City reserves. Yeah. Man United, this is the worst Man United team I have seen in years and years yeah. and years. And there's only three players now would go to 30 team. The rest of them would not even get a sniff at that. A 30 even, team. Even, Hello? Even when it could be worse, you could be living in Sunderland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing, though. Again, people come up to us and say, like, um, 
you know, oh, John's being toxic, he's being negative. No, I'm not. If you're not happy, jog her down the Mackhams, yeah? It's yeah. like the Arsenal fan, go down, jog down the lane. Listen, end of the day, I call it out. I say how it is. And, um, you know, yeah. I'm just being real. And um, like you, you know, you tell it straight. And, yeah. I mean, look, looking, looking at the, uh, the 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 Leicester team. I mean, I'm just looking at the BBC Fantasy Football Team of the Week, and I guess this kind of says that we 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 actually got three players in it. You know, we've got Tillemans, um, Madison, and Dakar. I mean, I think it's been a long time since I've seen any Leicester player in the BBC Team of the Week. What, what were you impressed with Leicester? Did were you surprised? Because I say, you know, on the back of our our recent form. Were you expecting it to be maybe a tighter game? Um, I thought um, Leicester and we can be leaky at the back. If we can get your defence because you're quite leaky, then we mm. could have a chance and press your back four. And there was none of that yesterday. But I looked at the team lined up. I mean, Vardy was dropped. Everyone's saying, yeah, John, Vardy's dropped, man. He's gone. <laughs> you know? But when Dakar came in, a lot of people don't know about this guy. He was a top no. scorer for Salzburg. And not a lot of Newcastle fans never heard of this guy. I have, you know. Mm. And he's scoring goals in the Europa League. He's got a hat yeah. against at Sparta Moscow. And listen, at the end of the day... He got I mean, four against Moscow, I believe. Oh, four, <laughs> Billy. Yeah. So, you got quality in that Leicester team. Your yeah. midfield's quality. Tillemans, I rate very highly. Madison really doesn't cheat. Vardy is Vardy. <laughs> it was it was a harsh, it was a hard tackle. And you should have um, <laughs> can I just say the, the, the rumors that Tom Daly was down at our training center on the Friday is totally yeah. untrue. You know? <laughs> but um, no man, I mean I'm sorry, but I mean I do rate Madison, yeah. That's about yeah. look having Newcastle, but I just let's be real. I mean, what he did was a bit naughty, but he's a talented player. Oh, I would see him. But he doesn't need to do this, man. He doesn't need to do that. But Dakar, being impressed with Dakar as well, with this movement. Mm. I, I, I will I will agree. It was it was a little bit naughty, but you do see players do it all the time. That's how Salah gets most of his penalties at Liverpool, let's be honest with you. Um, New, let's have a look. Newcastle now. What is your best hope for, for the season? Is it just 17th? Um, best hope is rip out the team and start again in January, right? Because I don't trust yeah. that team to stay up. I'm gonna say it right away, right? And our best hope is, yeah, 17th. But if we get new players coming in and they settle in very quickly, I think we could go a little bit higher, sort of thing. So mid tables are possibilities, but I just do not trust this team. But as things stands, I'd take 16, 17th right now just to stay in the Premier League, yeah. And and looking at Leicester. Um, if we could perform like we did against yourselves, and it's a big if, because like I say, that was the best performance for us for the whole season. But if we if we can do that, what, what do you how do you see Leicester getting on this season? I don't think we're going to be sort of top five again. Um, or are we? I say top top yeah top nine for you because um, I think Ben Rogers get it right. He's getting a lot of stick in the minutes. With the yeah. team selection sort of thing, and um, I think fans need to get off his case because he's done a lot of good things for you. You know what I mean? Who you mm. gonna get to take his place? That's another thing, right? Stick with Brendan for me. If I was a Leicester fan, you have credits in the bank, right? Mm. And then you know, you can have one bad season, but yeah, yeah. next season he's got to get it right. Next season, he needs to get it right the following season because I think your owners are quite ruthless. 
they're loyal, but if they need to be, they can be can be ruthless. Um, look at Claudio. But yeah, you're quite right. It is he has got credit in the bank, but you know, our saving grace this season, I think, is the fact that whilst we have had a bad season, so have probably 12, 13 other teams in the Premier League had a bad, a season. bad season. Yeah. Anybody yeah, could beat anybody. Exactly. They're at the minute, sort of, and we can't beat anyone in the minute. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> there were one game in 15. No one hasn't got out the, um, the bottom three um, within one game. We have to create history. And if you can create history, that'd be brilliant. But as things stands with that team, I just don't trust them at all whatsoever, sort of thing. I'm sorry, but I just don't. And I'm being honest. Yes. And um, Scott says there, John Newcastle has been linked with the likes of Tarkovsky and Ben Mee. Uh, with performances like that, do you think you can sign them? Tarkovsky won't come to Newcastle and not be allowed to leave by Sean Dyche. And I just don't think... Um, Ben Mee will go and leave that sort of thing, if I'm honest with you, yes, sort of thing. Yes, he's lost his place to Collins, but mm. at the end of the day, I just cannot see them leaving Burnley at all until at least the end of the season. Tarkovsky could be on swear, but we're not the only one's been linked um, with Tarkovsky. You've got West Ham. I think you might be linked to him as well. Mm. But, um, and Leicester. Yeah. <laughs> we, 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 we're supposed to be after him as well. Exactly. But, do you um, do you think as Newcastle now? Like, let, let, look at that Tarkovsky. Let's say let's say Newcastle going for him, Leicester going for him, West Ham going for him. Do you think because of who Newcastle now are and because of who's backing them, etc., do you think you're in a stronger position, even though you're in that bottom end of the table? It depends if you want to come to us and risk um, fighting relegation, sort of thing. But you talk mm. about stronger position, sort of thing. We should be competing now. We should be competing. And get the players to come to Newcastle. We are a big club. You got to sell yeah. them. You have got to sell to them. You got to tell them what a long-term project is, and then that's down to the player. But if they're going to come over just for the money, I don't want that to happen. They got to come to Newcastle for the right reasons to help us stay in this league. Yeah, Tarkovsky yeah. and Ben are good defenders, honest defenders. Yeah, and tough. Mm -hmm. But if we can get those two, that's a big, big if. if we can get those two. I think they improve us. Because they they're both English as well, and they yeah. know what they you know the Premier League, and that's what it's all about. But I would have no problem getting those two in at all. But I still want Conor Cordy to come. Yeah, well, to... yeah, yeah. I don't blame you. Uh, if you if you don't want Perez, we we could certainly try and do a deal for you for Vestergaard. Is he good? Is he good? Or... No. <laughs> 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 don't put it this way. A couple of seasons ago, we beat Southampton 9-0. We have bought two of the defenders from that game from Southampton <laughs> this season. Um, and, and, and I think that, that kind of sums it up at the moment. But we it's early days. It's early days. So maybe we've been a bit unfair to the guy. But yeah, he's not. Time, uh, time. <laughs> and I certainly had Tarkovsky, but he would have cost twice as much. John... Hey, thank you. I mean, it, it's always hard, and I know when I do these, and I've started doing it this season, trying to look back at the game with a fan rather than looking forward to the game. I do yeah. think it's interesting. I've had a miserable time of it this season because normally I'm sat here talking to a winning fan, and I'm sat here as the losing fan. So I'm sorry, but it is nice for the roles to be reversed. Nice. Look, <laughs> I'm, I'm also, I'm always pleased. I've got to be totally honest with you. I'm always pleased if the big clubs struggle. 
and the smaller clubs like the Brentfords and what have you come up. But I'm going to be honest with you. I think had Newcastle still had Bruce and and, uh, and what's he called there, I probably wouldn't have been disappointed if he'd gone down. But I really, I, I, I would love you to stay up because I think your fans deserve it. Um, you know, I think I think the fact that everybody's moaning about you, I don't think it's true. I think it's just the top six are moaning about you because they're scared of mm. <laughs> what you're going to do over the next uh, four or five seasons. But you've you you know you've struck the jackpot, and I wish you all the best. I really do, and uh, just not against Leicester, of course. That's fine. Well, at the moment in time, sort of thing. Like you know, I'm just glad I got a club back, and um, yeah, to get a club back, no sports to it signs, all fantastic. Yep, just a quick hi to Rich there. Before you go, give everybody a shout. I mean, you, I've got your links in the uh, in the description below on YouTube, but tell everybody where they can watch you and find you on uh, on the old internet. Thank you very much indeed. You can find us on YouTube, just there, John Sinclair, NUFC. And also you can go on to John Sinclair, which is John underscore NUFC 42. And on Insta, John Sinclair 50. And um, Facebook just put Johnson Clare. So I've got some socials there. And I'll do, um, I've done play with it today of doing um, a show with Liverpool fan tomorrow. And then on Wednesday, doing the fans forum, seven o'clock. Thursday, I'm going to get to uh, last call, Bromwin, if she can remember, getting on half past six to about quarter past seven, do the watch along as well, straight after that against Liverpool. Right. And press conference action on Friday. So, yeah. Well, I wish you all the best against Liverpool because I have a feeling you're going to need it. <laughs> and <laughs> we've got we've got them twice. We've got it this month. We've got them in the Carling Cup quarterfinals, and we've got them in. Oh, we always seem to get them at Christmas. So I feel your pain. I feel your pain, John. Mate, thank you so much. Be sure, guys, if you're watching, to go out and check his uh, socials out. He's a great guy, and it's a great club, Newcastle. And uh, well done with that. We you know everything that's happened. And uh, I say good luck, but just not against us. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. All the best. You and have a good Christmas, mate. You have a good Christmas as well, my guy. You take care. Thanks, Amazon. Take care. Bye bye. Thanks to John there. Great, great guy. Absolutely love him to bits. Um, even as a Newcastle fan. <laughs> He is. He's honest. And I've got to be honest with you, I know how we felt doing that because oh, the last two weeks have been, you know, well, the last, let's be honest, the all season apart from the odd game, it's been tough. It has been really, really tough uh, doing this particular show. But here's, a, here's a more of a bit of a fun and lighter show that's coming up tonight. It's a double header tonight. Um, second show, sloppy seconds coming up at nine o'clock. Rich, if you're still watching, I apologize. This is why uh, Brad might be a bit late on your show tonight. Um, you know what? We're having to do two games, that's why it's going to be so long because we've got the midweek games, which actually start tomorrow night, and we've got 
the weekend games and it's Christmas as well. People got family, so we, we're we're pushing two prediction shows into one. It's like me, it's like me trying to squeeze into a into my budgie shorts. If you know, if you know what I mean. So uh, that's coming up at nine o'clock with Brad and Steve Linux. Brad is currently, I think, six points ahead of me. I am six points ahead of Steve. He's kind of lost it the last two weeks. So, uh, but it's all it's all still to play for. Um, so, hey, I will see you back at nine o'clock. Thanks for watching. Thanks to John for coming on. Stay safe, guys, and I'll see you in an hour and five minutes. Bye-bye now. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? A participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.